Tishmai, let's continue a little bit of our lochas. Yesterday we started trying to go through our seder of events. Okay. So today I want to start just a little bit of the Indian of Tainus Esther. Um, obviously we have Tainus Esther before we start with Purim then, and everything that goes together with Purim. We've got to get into Tainus Esther. Tainus Esther, as we know, we'll have to talk about exactly why we fast and whatever, but the Pashtas is because Esther wanted everybody to fast. There was some Gimea Muhammad. Whatever it was. So al Kaponim, <coughs> you have to understand as well that uh, this is a very different fast to most of the fasts, the Tanesim that we have throughout the year. You know, Shivasavatamas and Asarbateves and, and obviously Tishabav and obviously Yom Kippur because over here it's a Zeicha um, of the Tanis that was done by Zman Mordechai Esther. Uh, it's interesting, that's why it is. It's not because of an ace sorrow that Kalis were necessarily, and even though they were at the time, but it was more as a zeicha for what happened over there and for what Kalis were fasted over there. So, first of all, the Indian of every fast, as we know, just to give a little bit of a recap, is that every fast, apart from obviously uh, Yom Kippur, starts from the morning, starts from Alois, and therefore you are asked to eat and drink from Alois HaShachar. That means, and we've said this every time, but I'll just give a little bit of a recap. That means that if you go to sleep for the night and you wake up in the middle of the night and you realize that it is before the fast has actually begun, you are not allowed to eat, even though the fast has not yet begun. And the reason for that is because you have gone to sleep and that is like a Kabbalah Satinus. However, what you should do, if you wish to, is before you go to sleep, what you do is you say, I'm not being a Kabbalah Satinus with my sleep and therefore when you wake up in the middle of the night, if you do, and it's an hour or two before Alois and you say, oh, great, let me have a bowl of cereal or whatever, so then that would be fine, you'd be able to do that. The Ramad does say that you are allowed to drink, even if you did not make it tonight. That means that if you wake up in the middle of the night, and you look at your watch, and like, oh, Alois is in 20 minutes, this is Gavaldic. Let me go and have a couple of glasses of water before the tiniest begins, and go back to sleep. So that would be Muta. Even if you do not have it tonight, the reason for that is the Ramad says is because it's a normal thing for a person to drink in the middle of the night, but it's not kind of a normal thing for a person to eat in the middle of the night, right? You must him with that one? No. Okay, so that is the important idea of number one, you have to know that Agabe Tainus Esther. If a person, I don't know why, but someone once said to me that, oh, if you by mistake eat or drink on a Tainus, you're allowed to continue eating, right? Because I've already broken the fast. Obviously, the halacha is no. The Gemara says, If a person ate garlic, what should you do? Eat another garlic? Just because you did one thing wrong doesn't mean you did something else wrong. There's no such din. It's like a person said the same thing. A person ate by mistake uh, milk in the middle of a six-hour waiting. Right? He's waiting six hours to eat milk after meat. And he, by mistake, uh, he ate a bite of chocolate. Oh, I'm already milky now. Now I can continue eating che- uh, cheese, milk. I've had a knot, right? You can't do that. There is such a sheet, but I'm not going to get it at this moment of time. But that's not our sugar. But if a person did by mistake, he has to continue and do that. Now, um, if a person by mistake makes a bracha, for example. Let's say, for example, you come downstairs, you make yourself a coffee. You make a bracha. Uh-oh, it's a fast day today. What do I do now? Some of the boys can say, give a little bit of a sip, just so it shouldn't be a bracha levatolah, because bracha levatolah is a very, very serious, serious issa. Now, the Mishabura says in Tovkov Samach Zayin, what about rinsing your mouth and brushing your teeth? Mishabura doesn't discuss brushing your teeth, but he discusses rinsing your mouth in the morning of a tainus. And he does say that if a person is bizarre, if it's very, very difficult for a person to, you know, he wants to sit in there with his chavrusa all morning, whatever it is, and he's going to feel very, very uncomfortable to do so, or he has a lot of tsar to be able to daven in that way, so then there is a 
makom to be makom to rinse out your mouth. It says the mishavura make sure you lean forward to ensure that none of the liquid goes down because obviously that's a problem. But if you lean forward, then you'll be okay. And what? What about Bashagati? Beautiful question. Dain Weiss, Minchas Yitzchak asked this And the Minchas Yitzchak is that's the same din as rinsing out your mouth, which basically means if a person is a bitsar and he needs to do this in order to daven, in order to talk, in order to learn, in order to continue with the day, then there is a mockum to be makel over there. Medication is generally mutter on a tinus. Obviously, it's better to have it without liquid if you can. If it's not possible to have it with, with it without liquid and you need to take the medication, then you can have a little bit of liquid, a little bit of uh, water just to swallow it down. You don't have to be pogim the mayim, which you would theoretically have to do on Tishabab or Yom Kippur, because it's a, it's a much more of a lower darga of a tinus in that way. So that's an Im- important idea as well. What's that again, again, again? Any medication is fine. Any medication is fine. If a person has a headache, for example, you take a headache pill. If you can pop the pill without having to swallow it with water, then obviously that's better. If you are a type of person that you cannot swallow it without water, even though it's a little bit of a headache, then it's absolutely fine. There's no din of a, a din of a choyle over here. Obviously, if a person's a real choyle, maybe he shouldn't even be fasting. That's a different shayla. We've discussed this many, many times, right? So someone, who once, someone once came to, I think it was the Briskovov, and he said, uh, told him his medical situation, and uh, he's, the Briskovov said, you're potter. You don't have to fast. You're, you're a choyle. A choyle in this situation is potter from fasting. Okay, very good. Came to Kriya Satoya by Mincha, and he wanted again an aliyah. And the din is generally, you give an aliyah to someone on a time, it's only to someone that's actually fasting. So he wanted an aliyah. For whatever reason, he wanted an aliyah. And the Biskwav said to him, what do you mean? You're not fasting. You can't have an aliyah. You have to be fasting. He's like, no, I didn't, I didn't break my fast yet. He's like, that's not called fasting. That's called not eating. So if a person is in a situation where he is a choyla, and he should not be fasting, then you should not be fasting. There's nothing to be machme, especially when it comes to Tanis Esther. Now, showering, you should know, showering normally with the Ashkenazim, Svarim or Momekel, the Ashkenazim are generally more Machmed than on a Tainis, we don't have a hot shower. However, Tainis Esther, we can be a little bit more Mekel, as I passed in Nisim Karelis and Chotroni, especially as it is the covered the Heilige Purim, which, maybe not in Yushalayim, but outside Yushalayim, it's for sure the covered Purim, because Tainis Esther is Mamish Erev, right? So, it's, uh, that's how it works. Now, listening to music, it's interesting, the Kitzah Shonchanag says, generally, on a tinus, you do not listen to music. When it comes to tinus esther, there's more of a mockum to be makel. However, Rav Eliashiv Zatzal once said that in a chanami, the din of tinus esther is not a din al churban beisamikdash. The tinus tinus esther has no connection beetzem to the churban in a direct manner, the same way as Sarah Bateves and uh, some Gedali and everything else does. But Agaponim says it's still a yoyim tinus, so. A person should try not to, but if a person needs to, then yesh amilismoich. That was the psak of Rav Elashiv Zatzal. Uh, haircuts, the Belzadai and Shevet Akahasi with Shammai Groza Shlita Paskins that you should try to avoid haircuts and shaving on a tinus. Okay, with Mr. Kavadis, the Maisel was Makel, so I guess welcome to you, welcome to the Makel in that case over there. Now, a very important thing that I want to tell you from the Heilige Kavayosha. Any of you that have had this course of learning the Kavayosh is an incredible, incredible, incredible cipher. So the Kavayosh brings a chilet base Perik Tzadi Zayin. Look this up. He brings down that a person should daven on Tainus Esther not to come to any chait or ovoin on Purim through 
the excessive eating or in some cases even drinking. And therefore a person should be case and he brings another reason for Tainus Esther. He brings another reason for the fast of Tainus Esther that the Magid Meshorim, everybody knows the Magid Meshorim was the Heiliger Malach that taught the basis of what to write in the Shulchan Aruch and he brings, again this is all in the Kava Yusha in Chedit Beis Pelitzalizayim. He brings that the Malach revealed to the Beis Yosef that because we are Choshesh that through all the eating and drinking and the Simcha, Klali Sol may possibly come to an Adeira. So the Rabbi Shalom was marked him the fast as a Sgula that will save Klali Sol from a hate and therefore the Sotan will have no Koyach to bring Klali Sol to an Adeira. As they state the Kavayasha from the Magid Mishoim, and that's a very, very important thing. We've said this before as well that the Kapachaim famously writes by a Tainus is a Sgula. For a person to work on kas, on anger, something we've been working on in the Shurim at 12.15. But the Kavachim says that a tainus is a special time for that as well. Obviously we're all familiar with the Gemara Brochas Davobam base that the schar for a tainus is not necessarily the not eating, but it's the tztaka that you give on the tainus. It's a very important thing to give tztaka on a tainus and the rush says that tainus Esther is a specific skula for tfila. If a person wants to daven, we were just by Reb Kanievsky, and he answered a few questions when people asked him, and he said, Daven. So Davening is a Gavaldi Gazach every single day of the year. But the Rosh says, on Tainus Esther, that's even more of a Chosh of man, that if a person needs something, he should try to Daven for it on Tainus Esther. So Rabbi said, take that opportunity on Tainus Esther to Daven for what you need. Let's move on, Rabbi Sai. Okay, so we've done the... Now, I just want to just give you a disclaimer right now. We are not going to be discussing at this moment of time the differences this year to every other year, the Nafkimina of a three day Purim or Purim on an Erev Shabbos, which I've got some emails of requests and all these sorts of things. In Mitzvah we will talk about the Nafkimina of this year's Shilas as they are different to every other year, right? Every year has its Shilas, this year has its Kerish Shilas, Asin Yushalayim. We have a three day Purim, we have to know what to do. When are we doing the Megillah? When are we doing Matana Sevyoni? When are we doing Shlachmonas? When are we doing Suda? How many times do we have to drink? How many times do we have to give Matana Sevyoni? How many times do we have to give Shlachmonas? All the sheeters, we'll get to that. Right now, we're going through the regular normal halachas that apply to every single person on that particular day. Okay, now <clears throat> we have done Tainus Esther, we'll get to the Megillah now. Okay, before we get to the Megillah, we have to discuss Leil Hapurim. Leil Hapurim, the Mishaburim, Tove, Sari, Hesikot, and Gimel brings that it's Nochoin for a person to wear big day Shabbos, Heiliger Shabbos clothing on the night of Purim. Candles are meant to be lit, the beds are meant to be made, the table is meant to be set with the tablecloth. The Kafachayim brings down a Sikot and Yud Gimel that some people bring down to even wear big day Yontuf. That's nice then, big day Shabbos. Mishaburim says big day Shabbos. The Kafachayim brings down from Achoyim a whole big day Yontuf. Big day Yontuf is a high Madrega than, than big day Shabbos over there. And many go to the Mikvah on Erev Purim like they would go on Erev Yontuf again these are all in Yonim and Minhogim the Sudas Balayla okay again I'm, I'm slightly skipping because obviously Megillah goes before the Sudas Balayla but just to get this one done then we'll move on to the Megillah the Ramon Sabatovri study hey brings down Mitzvah Lahabas Besudas Purim Ubesuda Aleph Meaning, there's a mitzvah to be marabah and sudas purim, but one suda is enough. Meaning, generally, he's discussing the sudas hapurim that we're going to have. For example, us, we're going to have it on a Sunday. Or in outside Yerushalayim and the Chutzah, they're going to have it on a Friday. That is going to be good enough. However, carries on the Shulchan Aruch, if you make a suda at night, you're not yaitzah. In other words, if you want to make your purim suda at night, meaning after the Megillah, you want to come home and have a purim suda, that is not yaitzah. 
The Brumson has to be the following day. The Ramah, however, adds, and here in Yeshiva we try to be magpad on this Ramah, Umikomokum Gambelaila, Yismach, be happy, the Yarabek Tsas Basuda. Okay, and be married a little bit in Suda. Right, so therefore we see from here, there's an Indian even on the night of Purim. And again, obviously we'll have to discuss what it, what's considered the night of Purim for us in Yerushalayim. But for everyone else, it's for sure going to be the night of the Megillah. There's a mitzvah and the Indian to be besimcha and to be married as well over there. The Shartzian brings down from the Kolboy that you're not mechuyed to eat meat in the night. Dafka, you should not eat meat, he held. So you shouldn't get confused with the Suda by day. Uh, with the Dalke Moshe and the Taz and many in the Yorchashulchan Paskas this way Allah Maisa held that you are allowed to have meat on the night of Purim uh, that's, that's one thing okay now this Archas Chaim that brings the Yafel Aleiv that the meaning was to eat Lelio Dalet and uh, after Shachas cheese because the Torah is Nimshel to, to, to Kvino and it's Zeicha to Hodu uh, you know Hodu Vekibla the Makabal the Torah again but anyway these are all Allah's Minhogim in there over there the uh, Stipler Lemaisa as um, was told over by his son Rab Chaim did not eat a Suda at night he had a little bit of Mazonis and obviously wine because the Stipler was Makbid to have wine I think every single day during Adar now, let's move on. Very, very important Nakuda that everybody here has to remember and has to be Hashem take advantage of. And that is the Heilige Chassam Soifer. The Chassam Soifer says a very, very big Yisrael. I don't have the Lashon in front of me, but I'll just quote to you in English what he basically says. And he says that anyone that's Isaac in Torah between the Megillah by night and the Megillah by day, which for us and for everyone is basically going to be this year, next week, Thursday night, Friday morning. Again, anyone that's Oisik Batoya between the Megillah by night and the Megillah by day says the Eilgech Samsoifa Muftach Loishu Ben Oilam Haba. That's an incredible thing. That's an incredible thing. It's a guarantee that you're a Ben Oilam Haba as I state the Eilgech Samsoifa, which means that everyone should try to be Koveya Besalimut, Besalimut Atoya between the, 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 the Megillah by night and the Megillah the next morning, sit down, open up a Gemara, open up a Mishnayis, open up a Chumash, open up a Mishnabura, whatever it may be. Learn Epis. Learn, listen to a Sheh. Something. Be Oisik in turn. Tell you a Moedek Zachab, I say. The Heilige Imer Yosef. The only more familiar with the Imer Yosef, right? Hello? Oi. The Spinker Rebbe. Unbelievable. The Imer Yosef, Rabbi, so listen to this. My set's Oinvanaya. The Heilige Spinker Rebbe on Leil HaSeda. The night of Seder night. So he said the whole, obviously the whole Haggadah, and it was Mamas Kalamaba, how he said Meshubach. And then obviously afterwards he said Shira Shirim. He said, What do I do now? I'm finished. It's, it's not Shachris yet. So what do I do? So he's thinking, You know what I'm going to do? So the says, I'm going to say Megillah Sesta. Why? Because most of what happened in the beginning was actually Pesach time. So he started saying Megillah Sesta. He started lining the Megillah. And after a few cups of wine, you can understand, he was a little bit tired. It was, you know, four or five in the morning, whatever it may be. He fell asleep. And when he was asleep, a dream was revealed to him as follows. That in the based in Shalmaila, there was a process going on. Because the Sparmachadoshim bring down that when the Yidden, when Klali saw read the Megillah, the people in Gehenim get released. As I state in the Sparmachadoshim, that when Klali saw reading the Megillah, people in Gehenim start to get released. So the Spinky Rebbe saw in his dream that while he was reading the Megillah that night on Leila Seda, there was a huge commotion going on by the gates of Gehenna. And everyone was trying to be let out. No, no, they read the Megillah. Let's get out. Let's get out. And the, uh, the Tsar, the people, the Tsar again said, no, 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 it's not the right time. This is Leila Seda. It's not Purim over here. 
So they went, went to the basin Shamilas and Mechatesa, the Gachali Solovita Megillah, we're due to get out right now. So the basin Shamila wanted to say, and uh, they, they, they realized that what happened was the people that didn't manage to get out by, by, uh, by the Megillah. But only <laughs> sometimes people are a little bit lazy, you know. It takes them a little bit of time to get to walk and get out until they manage. So yeah, these people when they came to us emporium, they pushed it until they walked out. It took time, right? So it came to say tonight, which was you know a month later basically. So all of a sudden now they got to the gates and they started hearing the Megillah and started to bang to go out. It's so the base in the line of Pask in the Maisa that if the Spinker Rebbe is reading the Megillah, then the Mela the they can come out. So the Imer Yosef, you know, it tells us it shows us that Purim is a gavaldig opportunity. It's an opportunity that a person that sank to the bottom level to the lower depths, is able to get out from there. He's able to take himself out from those lower depths. The Purim, the Megillah, we'll have to discuss it on a hashkafic level. Why is it Why is it that way? And how do we take advantage of that? We'll talk about that. But that's just one thing I wanted to share with you. Let's just quickly move on to some of the halachas of Megillah. It is Osa to eat before the Megillah, both by night and by day, once the Zman arrives. That means once the Zman of Kriyas and Megillah arrives, it is Osa now to eat. However, you can have a Bissel Mazinus, you can have a little bit of a drink or something, obviously non-alcoholic. Um, in that case, you're allowed to learn Torah before the Megillah, even after the Zman arrived. And the, the reason that is, the Magan Avram says, and it brings to Rishem Dereem, is because number one, the Megillah is Chovif to Klal Yisrael, and therefore we're not going to come to forget, which is normally the Issa, why you're not to eat when his mitzvah Zman comes. And number two is, because there's a mitzvah Barabin, there's a mitzvah Dafka to do the Megillah in public, and therefore we're not worried a person will forget in that case. Now remember, obviously a person is fasting, so it's not so negated the eating Shiloh, right? Because he's going to be fasting anyway. So we've got to wait till after the Megillah. Now, um, okay, I'm not going to go into Hala because Hala was a complicated Shaila this year. The Gemara in Megillah, Daf Gimel Amalalaf, tells us that the Megillah, Mavatlan Tamatol Shmoya Mikra Megillah, we'll have to understand why that is so. We don't find Mavatlan Tamatol to go and shake Luluv, Mavatlan Tamatol to eat Matzah. Why is it the Shmoya Mikra Megillah? Good question, we'll get to that. But our Kaponim, the Indian is generally because of Pesumi Nisa, and that's why is the Indian to have Beroiv Am Hadras Melach, which basically means that a person should try to be in a big minion for Mikra Megillah because the more people, the more am, the more Beroiv Am Hadras Melech, the more there is that crowning the Melech and the more publicity that the Rabboni Shalom is getting. However, obviously this year, you have to be careful, right? And I have to be careful what I say because I can get in trouble for this. But of course, everyone has to keep the uh, you know regulations that are within his jurisdiction and listen to the local Das Torah and what they're saying, the Gabi Dis Indian. But here in Yeshiva, anyway, it's not much of a Shiloh because we're not going to go be running to bells because they have a bigger minion because we have a Yeshiva minion and Yeshiva Bocha belongs in Yeshiva. And therefore, we will be having a in Yeshiva. We're a capsule. We're okay. Don't worry. Okay, now let's move on, Rabbi Sai. Okay, um, okay, the Zman, the Ikah Zman is from Nacht and not before. As I passed the Mishibur, Top Fair Sali basically got in your dollars. Bishas Atchak, a person can read a little bit earlier, um, especially when it comes to um, if it gets late, they can read up until Alois, which is um, when you can read till. But again, before that, generally before starting to read the Megillah, you open up the entire Megillah, you fold it page by page, which it makes it like an Igeres, makes it like a letter, which is what it's meant to be in that case over there. There's a Shaila if you have to do that if you're reading it Biyachet. By the way, this year we have a little bit of a unique Shaila, and that is that those of you in Yerushalayim have to be more makhbed to have it with a minion than normally. Outside Yerushalayim and on a normal year, 
So you didn't, for example, I don't know if you remember anybody that came to my Suda, that sometimes, it happens, sometimes, whatever, a person was only said a very bad headache in the morning, whatever it was, could be. So he didn't manage to listen to the Megillah in the morning. So we managed to make like a guy who went into my office and he quickly, you know, lined the Megillah for him. That will not work this year. This year, again, for you and you, Shalom, you're going to have to be to have it with 10 men. I'm not going into all the different Shilas, I told you, we're not discussing all the different Shilas. Um, some say there are more beings in some Kufnam Zion not to touch the actual Megillah because it is a Krafa talking about a real one, or the meaning is to be Mekel, or the to wash your hands. If you are touching a real Megillah, that's a club, obviously. The Brach of the Megillah should be said standing. The actual reading or the listening of the Megillah, right? Obviously, except for the Valkyria, everyone can be sitting. That's not a problem over there. The Valkyria himself obviously has to stand. I was covered ha sibo. Now, very important as well, again, I'm not going to the different shilas of this year as opposed to every other year, that the brachas that we make also cover the bracha of the mitzvahs that we do on that day. In other words, the shechiyonu that we make is also covering the shechiyonu on the shlachmonis, matanis levyonim, and everything else that you're going to be mekayim in that day over there. Now, generally also, uh, by the decrees of Megillah by day, you do not remove your tefillin, Right? You do not, let's say it again, you do not remove your tefillin for Kriyas HaMegillah by day. And the reason for that is, is because we darshan in the Gemara that Vikar Elua Tefillin. You meant to have your tefillin on Bishas the Kriyas HaMegillah in that case. And obviously the Shachiyanu by day. Okay, not the one by night. The one by day is going on all the mitzvahs over there as well. Again, we'll probably announce it at the time over there. Very important that a person has to know is that he has to hear every single word of the Megillah. If you miss one word, you are absolutely not Yotza in that case. It's a very, very important to explain how important it is for a person to listen to every single word because it's Prasume Nisa and to listen to the Nais HaGadol that the Rabbani Shem did is unbelievable. If you did miss a word, what do we do? So obviously, if you've got a kosher Megillah in front of you, that's even better. But if you read along and you just you basically say that word and continue going until you reach up to the, the, to the Shlech Tzibor, then you're okay. It's a very important Allah. If you miss a word, if you miss a homon, or the, or the, the word before or after homon, so just say it yourself, even if you don't have a kosher Megillah, if you have a regular Chumash. Just read the words yourself, a few words, until you get up to where he's holding. If you dozed off, and spaced out, as long as you heard what he said, your yaitza. Could you skip? You can always go back and catch up to him. That's not a problem. No, no, it has to be Peseida, it has to be Keseida. At night, if you have a Sovic, if you miss the world, generally we're Mekel. By day, it's Divrei Kabbalah, and therefore, Sovic, and therefore, they might not be able to say Sovic Rabbanu Kul, it might be that you have to go back again. Do you have to understand? So, again, we said this yesterday, Legabe's Parsha Zohar, since it's Lashna Kodesh, Lachatchele, you're 100% Yotze, even if you don't understand every, every word. I think most of us, anywhere, who are going to the Megillah at night, which is unbelievable, uh, gaining a tremendous amount of your dears over here. There are serious. Um, B'nai Homan the Shulchan Aruch brings Lemaisa that a person should say it in one breath it all comes from the Raghat Shavim Rambam that it could be that the Shleik Tzibah cannot be Maitzi you the one breath that's why you have to do it yourself as opposed to the Shleik Tzibah who's Maitzi you the whole Megillah cannot be Maitzi you with the whole thing over there um, with, uh, that's the thing. Now, a person cannot speak from the first bracha till the end. Even Torah, the Mishnah Brewer says, is asa. To do the Megillah through a microphone or through a phone, you're not yaitza. It has to be a kol odom as Zalman. And we have to be careful of the psukim that we read out loud. If you make a mistake, even though Lemaisa, the Loshan of Shulchanar, can see if your dalad is aimedaktikim betayim oisel, Lemaisa, okay, if it doesn't change the pshat, you don't have to worry too much. After the Megillah, you stand up, you roll up the Megillah, you make the bracha, and 
then now you can speak over here. Uh, so it's important for a person to realize that the beginning is a very, very important Indian. It's Mamish Pusuminissa. It gives us all the Gavaldi Ginyanim of Purim. The Siatashmaya will be Zaycha. Tomorrow we'll continue and move on to the other mitzvahs of the Yom. The Siatashmaya. Have a wonderful day.